Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Equipped to Be. I have got an exciting guest. Many of you have heard over the years, now. if you've been around for a long time, you've heard me talk about my production team, my sound engineer, and our team at ETB and how they really do keep everything going. And so today's episode, I'm actually interviewing Amanda Pelzer, who was the woman who came to my house believe it or not, three and a half years ago. So if you haven't gone back to those earlier episodes, I really encourage you to go back and have a listen, you know, just download them all. But Amanda came over to my house. I really felt God was urging me to start ETB. And she had these mad skills and so did her husband. And we just had this mantra, okay, well, we'll just start ugly. And sometimes I feel like we continue to run ugly. But She and her husband have done a phenomenal job of making ETB what it is. And so I get the privilege of being able to interview Amanda Pelzer. I've asked her before and she's very shy and introverted, so she never wanted to come on the show. But this time I convinced her to come on. Amanda is a wife to Josh, who is an amazing man. As she will say, he's the best. A mom of four boys. She and her family live the RV lifestyle. She's aspiring homesteader has incredible skills and knowledge. Amanda's journey to natural and alternative health education began with just poor experiences in her own life with conventional medicine and just trying to get answers. I've known Amanda for over 10 years. We've been in this kind of the same circles off and on. And uh, so it made sense. She's somebody that I have always known, I've loved, and I've had such respect and trust in. But I've kind of watched her journey She had taken the responsibility for her own health, which to be honest, don't we all have to do that anymore? I mean, nothing else over the last few years, we have learned that uh, we better be proactive in our own health because in her situation, doctors failed her. And I bet some of you have had that same experience. She's tackled her own autoimmune conditions, acute and chronic at times. And I've been able to kind of watch her walk through this not only with herself, but when you have a lot of children, like she has four kids and a husband, there's always issues that arise, illnesses, unexplained viruses and stuff. And she turned to homeopathy. And so she began her homeopathy journey in 2013. And the reason this is so important is that's what we're going to focus on today, her journey and what she has learned that can help you, as well as some ventures she's now going to be taking in her own life. And so she has started a company called Rooted Homeopathy. She has got a bachelor's in Bible and a master's in Old Testament studies. I mean, she is like the quintessential learner, studier, taking information in, processing. And so she is absolutely equipped to help you and me. And I'll tell you, she's helped me a lot over the years where faith and the use of homeopathy intersect. People kind of don't always understand it. And she's also a homeschool mom for over 13 years. And so she has a passion for teaching 
homeopathy and natural wellness to kids. Okay. So I know that was a long bio, but I love this lady to death and just giving her kudos for what she's done and where she is. I think that helps you, the listener, understand the affinity I have for her and what God is doing in her. So Amanda, welcome to the podcast. I know I left a ton of stuff out, but welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How do I follow that up? It's so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) See, here's the deal. It's very difficult to tell your, your story without sounding like, oh, I'm so great. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. But when other people just tell because of what you've done, what the experiences God has led you on. I remember, Amanda, we met at a blogging conference. I think that's where we first met. And you were in North Carolina and you were having some struggles. So I would love for you to share with our listeners that story from like North Carolina that led you to where you are currently. Yeah. So I think that was back when we were both working with Apologia. We did some live events with them, some mom retreat type things. And that's where we started to get to know each other. And then eventually I was helping you with your website. And then we had a few years there where we weren't professionally working with each other, but still friends. And then the podcast came along. But yeah, going back to North Carolina days, I was starting to be diagnosed with a lot of different things. Started with polycystic ovarian syndrome and infertility issues. Obviously, I have four boys, so we overcame some of those things. Eventually, then it was panic attacks, anxiety, depression, put on antidepressants. Then it was unexplained fatigue and pain. No one could tell me what was going on, why this was happening. There were no thyroid issues that could be found. Like all my blood work was normal. So they just kept telling me, you're just a tired, worn out mom. You need more sleep. You need more rest. You need to calm down. It's all in your head. I don't really like the term, but a lot of people call that medical gaslighting. Oh man. I love that. I love that you just put that name to it. How many of you listeners have you been told, oh, it's all in your head or your kids just being exaggerative? And you're like, no, something's wrong. I love that term, medical gaslighting. Yeah. So it was a lot of that, you know, that's all in your head. There's nothing really wrong with you. Let's just give you another antidepressant and you'll be fine. It took another five years or so from that point, I think, before I finally had an official diagnosis which was Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. So it's an autoimmune condition. In addition to that, there were other things going on. I have suspected Babesia infection, which is a a Lyme co-infection, mold sensitivities, insulin resistance, like you name it, they were throwing all kinds of names at me, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. I had wandering pain. By the time I had had my fourth son, uh, about a year after that, I was at the point where I was about 80% bedridden. Like my pain was just ridiculous. And my stamina, I had nothing. Yeah, you were what, in your 20s or early 30s at that point? I was in my mid mid to late 30s at that point. Yeah. Um, I'm a little older than you think I am sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all have to think we're younger than we are. (laughs) So when that was happening, you decided to leave North Carolina and go to California you were not feeling well. You were still trying to get answers to what was going on. You weren't working that much because you physically couldn't. You had all these little babies. What was the moment then for you with constantly being, I love that term, gaslit? What was the point for you to saying, man, if I don't take my medical health, you know, like taking the bull by the horns, 
I don't know what life's going to be like for me or, or my family. I, I won't be able to be the wife or the mom. I really, really want to be. So where was that defining moment for you? Yeah, I think the move from North Carolina back to California, because we were originally from California, uh, or my husband is at least, and that's where we lived the first part of our marriage. That was a stressful move for me, for us. We were living in a family member's house for a period of time. Josh's grandpa died. Like There were issues in there. All those things were tied to our housing. And then I found out I was pregnant with number four. Things just kept going downhill. So I didn't get the Hashimoto's diagnosis until 2017, a year after my youngest was born. And I had been researching and reading everything I could get my hands on, trying to figure out what is going on. And everything kept pointing to Hashimoto's. And hearing the stories of people saying, I don't feel well, I have wandering pains, I have fatigue, etc. And no one's listening to me. And that unfortunately seems to be a, a really common thing, specifically for women, specifically for moms that they are told these kinds of things, that there's nothing wrong with them, there's nothing wrong with their kids. And so they end up having to go and research for themselves. I'm not a foreign to research. I mean, that's that's who I am. That's what I do. That's at the core of who I am. So I just kept reading and finally got to a point where we were using a functional pediatrician for our boys in California. And he had a nurse practitioner in his office who saw adults. So finally I went to her and I'm like, okay, here's what I've found this is the struggle I've been through. I need help figuring out for sure what blood work I should do. And even then, if I hadn't pushed for one more test, the Hashimoto's wouldn't have been found. Hmm. Uh, that was wow. that the one test that would have been left off would have been the key to all of it because my Hashimoto's presented irregularly. Hmm. That's so, interesting. Yeah. So then she sent me on to a functional endocrinologist this doctor was familiar with not just endocrinology, but infertility and infectious diseases and things like that. She had a very interesting number of things that she combined. And she didn't like putting labels to things, but basically said, you know, it's Hashimoto's. I'd also tell you, you have chronic fatigue, you have fibromyalgia, you have Babesia, like the number of things and, and letters and acronyms and things that kept getting thrown at me was ridiculous. And she, being a functional doctor, erred towards herbals and lifestyle changes and things like that, as opposed to using pharmaceutical drugs as much as possible. We did use one pharmaceutical drug for a period of time, but there came a point where, like, that's expensive and it's not covered by traditional healthcare. And we were using a sharing ministry. And the sharing ministry won't cover alternative care in many instances. And so even though I was seeing an MD, my health sharing ministry wouldn't cover those costs. So as time went on, I was seeing benefit from that, but I couldn't handle the cost. And I knew there had to be something else. I also knew about naturopathy. So I considered going that route. Once we were in the RV lifestyle, I did try naturopathy for a period of time. But eventually it was homeopathy that won out over everything else. I had been dabbling in homeopathy for the acute things since about 2013. So the colds and flus and bumps and bruises and things. But everything I was learning said you can't treat a chronic with homeopathy unless you go to a homeopath. And so I was kind of in this position where I almost felt like I had been dared. <laughs> so like I was going to figure this out. 
I do believe I needed a homeopath. And eventually I, I do work with a homeopath now, even though I am a homeopath myself, I cannot treat myself very well. When you're that close to the situation, it's, it's hard to be objective. Even if it's one of your kids, it can be really hard to be objective. But I do think that there are a lot of things that you can treat and care for and build yourself up using homeopathy, even when it's a chronic situation. So that was the turning point for us. We started off on this RV lifestyle and we needed to figure out how to reduce costs. And we were seeing that homeopathy worked and it worked faster and more effectively than a lot of the herbal options and certainly better than a lot of the pharmaceutical options that we were seeing and the side effects that we wanted to avoid from those. So with um, having four kids and all of us have something always going on with the body because the body is so uniquely formed and fashioned, but you started a company the last few years called Rooted Homeopathy. And it's been fun to kind of watch you go on this journey, starting your getting certified for this and studying for that. And so you started Rooted Homeopathy and, you know, you have your bachelor's, which is in Bible and then your master's in Old Testament studies. So you and I have talked over the years and you're like, well, maybe I'll just have those degrees and I'll just use them to teach my children God's word. And so that they are rooted in God's word. But you saw this possibility that other people haven't adequately explained, or maybe they have, but where you know, God created us, he formed and fashioned us and homeopathy, he created all that there is, they intersect. And so now you have this new business, you're working really hard at growing it, where you're teaching people that no, the Bible isn't absent of treating ourselves with a natural holistic approach. And we're not talking about woo stuff. And so now you've kind of like this intersect of where all your knowledge and you learned before you had children or early in your motherhood journey. And now what you've learned with homeopathy birthed out of your own experience. So talk about rooted homeopathy and what you feel God is pulling you into or opening doors for you to go into now. Sure. So I did my master's back in my early twenties. I went on and and did my old Testament um, studies master's. And I was really, I was on my way to doing a PhD actually. And Josh and I got married and we stayed in in the Los Angeles area for another year, sort of pursuing what would be the next steps for a PhD. Um, I needed some things to bridge that from my master's, but we ended up moving to North Carolina and I just I laid it all down. One of my biggest struggles and I guess anxieties about my background and getting married and, and carrying student loan debt and things like that, I always, always said to Josh, okay, got all of this student loan debt. I've got a BA in Bible and an MA in Old Testament studies. How am I going to make any money with this to pay off my student loans? He's like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. You know, I'm marrying you and your debt. We'll we'll get through it. We'll figure (laughs) it out. But it really was my understanding, my prayer, my mantra was if I never use this information, this degree for anything more than discipling my own children, it was worth it. At that time, I didn't think I homeschool. I never saw that on the horizon at that point in my life, but here I am homeschooling four boys, discipling four boys, and I have that background to stand on. And boy, do those kids need it now more than ever, right? I mean, the culture that they're being raised in. So continue on. So we moved to North Carolina, had no idea what was going to come next. I just always said, okay, I'm going to pursue what I can pursue now in my 20s so that once I'm in my 40s, my kids are hopefully at a point where I'm starting to launch them, where am I supposed to spend my time? 
I'll be ready for whatever God has for me. And I never expected that this is what it would be. But homeopathy has really turned into a ministry for me in many ways. I had to walk through a lot of things for myself, with my kids, with my husband in order to reach this point. I had to have the years of administrative work and running another business because I've been doing virtual assistant work and technical stuff since around 2010. So I was a church communications director for over five years, came home to be with my boys, started the Pelsers Media, and I've been working with other people and other people's platforms for you know over 10 years and never thought that I would be the one who'd be in front of the camera at some point, in front of the mic speaking, teaching, et cetera. I just didn't think that was something that I wanted to do or something I was gifted at. I like being behind the scenes. I like being what I call an armor bearer. But what has really happened is I'm still doing that. I'm still an armor bearer. I'm helping people one-on-one. I'm doing one-on-one wellness consults. I'm teaching people in group classes how to use homeopathy for themselves, for their families. This has become a ministry. And one of the objections that frequently comes out is that homeopathy is new age, it's witchcraft, it's Eastern mysticism and things like that. And so it's not compatible with the Bible, to which I say that's completely false, completely false. It is compatible with a biblical worldview. And dare I say, it is more compatible with a biblical worldview than traditional medicine. Uh, Especially our prescriptions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the body heals itself, right? If it's given the right stuff. I know you have a lot of gut issues and I say gut, G-U-T. I mean, we all do. If we just don't pay attention to it, we just keep shoving stuff down that our body may or may not be able to process and heal and fuel and repair itself. Because you're, I mean, you really are a natural teacher. And I just have to say something for all you listeners out there. Amanda said something I want you to hear. You see people in front of cameras and, you know, they blather about this and that. And sometimes I blather about this and that. But it's doing what God's called you to do when he's called you to do it. And you were saying, I never thought I would be in front of or I would be teaching. I thought I would always be, you called it an armor bear. Some people call that second chair or they call it a support or a support system, which everybody has to have that. I mean, you're endeavoring on a new business and you will have to have a support team as well. But I think the mindset is something I want all of my listeners to hear. God wants you to be faithful where he is, whether that is on stage or on camera or behind the scenes, making it happen. Because the most important thing for us is that we're faithful to steward the message that God has given us. And so that kind of brings me to, I mean, you're a natural teacher, you have incredible skills and you love learning and you understand you're able to break complex things down into little simple steps. And the reason I know that is you do it for me all the time. First, you <laughs> click this button, then you click that button. And then, um, and that that is giftings that God has given you. And so for me to be able to have watched this journey unfold, um, not just within 10 years, but certainly since you helped get equipped to be up and running and to where it is today with all the listeners and stuff. And now you not only are you going to be using all those skills, but God gives us skills for our toolbox. And sometimes I, I kind of think of like a power drill, right? We own one, we go buy one or we're gifted one and we have a power drill, but we don't use it every single day, do we? We don't use it every day unless of course you're a carpenter, but we have that in our toolbox. 
And when we need to do repairs or we need to build something, we go out and that those tools are there and we just pull them out. And for me, Amanda, I feel like God has been giving you all these tools. They've You've been adding them from one experience, personal experience, which is always, you know, so valuable and time spent studying and testing and learning and researching that just all adds up to like now. So tell us about like what you plan to do with rooted homeopathy and like, how are you going to be helping other people now? Yeah. The first thing is one-on-one consults. So Mm -hmm. I do wellness consults and it is kind of like troubleshooting. It's no different than working on computers and and tech. It's thinking through the processes. How do various things in the body work? How do we respond? Where are the susceptibilities? What remedies match up? Because just to clarify, homeopathy is a system of like cures like. We're not talking about natural medicine in general. We're talking about a very specific subset of natural medicine. And we're also not talking about home remedies. Homeopathy does not mean it's not based on the word home, it's based on the Greek word homeois, which is similar or same. So it's based on the principle of like cures like. So we're taking a, a substance that in its gross form can cause certain symptoms, but when it's used in minute doses in someone who has various symptoms, it can cancel out and help the body deal with those symptoms. So that's the system that we're working with, first of all. So when I look at the case, I'm looking at the various things that are happening from someone's timeline. I'm looking at emotional symptoms. I'm looking at physical symptoms. I'm looking at where they may be susceptible. And I'm matching that up with one or more homeopathic remedies to help build that person up so that their body can heal themselves. Because the remedy isn't doing the healing. The body's doing the healing. So one-on-one wellness consults, um, whether that's for yourself, for you to deal with something that's you know happening in your children anything like that. And then the other thing that I'm working on is study groups. So I teach an intro to homeopathy course. Uh, I run that a few times a year. I've got a couple other things I've been working on. Um, This summer, I did a group based on a book called God is a Homeopath. So we spent the summer talking about the intersection of faith and biblical worldview and the Bible and, and homeopathy and hoping to run that again this fall. I'm still working on my schedule. So don't know exactly what I'm going to offer yet this fall. And I'm sure there'll be things coming down the road, hoping to write some things and, and put out some courses um, as time goes on. But right now, Rooted is still in its baby stages. So friends, I, I know that as you're listening to this, it's, it's kind of saying, wait a minute, you were talking about she's your sound producer. She's the everything behind ETB and she is. And so you're probably wondering, so what does this mean? Well, I just am so delighted to say Amanda is going to be truly stepping out in faith to continue to grow rooted homeopathy, to be able to keep homeschooling her kids and learning. And just like she said, a lot of different projects in the works. And what that means is if any of you know me, you know that I am typically a striver driver, high producer, I can do it all, but you can't. And so Amanda has been with me since the beginning and her husband, Josh, for three and a half years now. Crazy to believe it's been that long, Amanda. But she's now going to be stepping away from ETB and really diving deep into homeopathy, rooted home, learning and honing her skills and craft in a whole new area. And so where you won't hear me, you know, refer to 
you know, Amanda and my sound team and the amazing people, she's still there. And I want you because you're human and you're always going to be dealing with some kind of ailment or or diagnosis or a family member or a friend. And I want you to write down right now, rooted homeopathy, Amanda Pelzer. You know, the way I do this is I have all the things that we're talking about. It's going to be over in the show notes at ConnieAlbers.com. I want you to go over and bookmark it, save it. Because when you need help and consultation, she really is your go-to. Y'all know I was in a really bad accident a year ago now. So it's kind of weird how we've made it through this season, Amanda, and I'm finally better. And now you're stepping away. But you know, that's God's timing and God's design. But I, friends, I would go to Amanda and I'm like, I, I just have this killer pain. I just can't ever get relief through all the, all the things that I was doing, physical therapy and everything I was doing. And she worked with me and, and helped me get some relief. There were some things I can't quite heal, but relief and functionality were so, so important and just getting better and having a clearer head. So Amanda in her family, uh, the Pelzer's Media is going to be starting a new endeavor, Rooted Homeopathy. And she's going to keep learning, keep sharing information with you as a homeschool mama, as a mama of four, as a wife, as a business owner. She just just needs to be somebody that you go consult. So make sure you go over and and follow along with what she's doing. I mean, I've asked her before, what am I going to do if I need you? And so we are not parting in bad terms at all. We're sweet, dear friends. We want to continue to be friends to pray for each other and wish each other well in their successes and where God has them. So Amanda, as we kind of sign off here, I know we've gone a little bit long, but leave some encouragement for our listeners on, on taking charge of their health and, you know, just some hope and help. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I do have a PDF for your listeners. If they go okay. to rootedhomeopathy.com forward slash ETB, they can get a PDF there that outlines the biblical basis for the idea of like cures like and how homeopathy is compatible with a biblical worldview. It's not something woo-woo. It is something that <laughs> um, you can use. But my encouragement would be to take charge of your health, just like you wouldn't send your child off to Sunday school and expect that the church is going to save them. Don't let go and put the power of your health in the hands of anyone except for yourself. And I don't say that in an arrogant way meaning that you can cure everything and, and you're God. No, I'm, I'm saying don't give your power away to doctors or other health professionals, or even to me as a homeopath. You're in charge of what's going on and you need to be researching and understanding what you're using, what you're putting in your body from pharmaceuticals to food, et cetera. And homeopathy isn't going to save you either. There's still an element of, I like to say, hygiene, the things that build you up in the cleanliness and that's your your food, your exercise and and things like that. But my biggest encouragement is take charge, take control and don't give that power away to somebody else. Yeah, cuz faith plus what you're doing. I mean, God has a big part of it, but there's things you can do as well. And um everybody can find you. You have social media platforms, you have Instagram, Facebook. Uh where do you have another one? I'm sorry, I can't remember. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Rooted okay. Homeopathy. Okay. Not so, much there yet, but it's coming. Uh, that's okay. It'll be there. It'll be there. I'll be over there. So I'll be over there. I'll be praying for you and cheering you on. And friends, all of this will be in the show notes at ConnieAlvarez.com. And so join me in just thanking Amanda for helping Equip2B get to this point. And Amanda, thank you for being my tried, true, 
foxhole in the trenches, get me out of the ditch, trusted friend. And I am so glad. I don't want to cry as we close this episode. So friends, thank you for joining Equipped to Be. We're always glad that you're here. Tell your friends about it, share, subscribe, and leave a review. We look forward to seeing you and having you join us next week on Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.